Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. Today I just kind of want to touch a little bit on, on, on the prophetic and, and uh, teach us a little bit so we understand the, the importance of the prophetic in our life, the place of prophetic in our life, our role in the prophetic and um, how do we receive from God because there's a big misconception there's a there's a big misconception with 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 uh, often with Christians uh, because and I'm guilty of it myself because oftentimes we uh, we as preachers people hear from the stage these kind of slogans if, if God said it it settles it meaning if God said it that doesn't matter what you do doesn't matter who does what it will come to pass and oftentimes when we look at prophets we almost see them like God and said that if God if uh, if God if prophet said it meaning he spoke on behalf of God that's what prophets do right they reveal the mind of God they reveal the, the will of God they reveal the intent of God and so oftentimes uh, we, we we have this misconception is that if uh, if a man of God if a prophet has spoken it has to come to pass 100% of the time nothing that I can do nothing that 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 um uh, somebody else can do that can change the mind of God okay and I think and I think like uh, there's the there's that category and there's the other category of people that believe that okay well there's a you know when prophets speak you also have a little part to play in it and um, uh, and, and I want to kind of address and look at these two things and, and kind of teach us and and uh, we have prophets come to our church often and they give prophecies and and uh, the the thing is that when the prophets comes they prophesy they leave they don't deal with the consequences of their prophecy afterwards right and so we as pastors we have to we have people come to you well prophet said that this time this year I will be whatever you can add there married rich millionaire blessed uh, have a house have a car this and that and then we have to sit down and talk with people and explain to them and look in the scripture what does God say first of all we have to understand first and foremost is that prophets have their place in the body of Christ. We need prophets. Because Bible says that he doesn't do anything on this earth without revealing it first to their servants prophets. Amen. Uh, Bible says the prophecy is given to church to, to edify and to build the church. So if we want the church to be edified and built, we need prophets. We need prophetic word. We need encouraging. We, we, need, we need that. Uh, we, we need the mind of God and intent of God and the will of God to be revealed in our lives, in our destinies. And, 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 um, and so that we, we can be aligned with the will of God in our lives. So that we can know the will of God and intent of God for our life and in, 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 in a particular situation. So it's not, it's not all up to prophets. It's not all up to us. Because there's even a third element and I bet you will be surprised that in Kings chapter, I didn't write the scripture down, but is during the time of prophet Elisha, um, King Moab with some other kings came against King of Israel and 
king of Israel and, and, and Judah came to Elisha the prophet and he said tell us whether we should go in the battle and whether we will win and prophet Elisha which we know was very powerful prophet he had double portion of anointing at Elijah goes against the king of Moab half of the prophecy comes to pass and the other half fails you're like wait a second what's that did the word of a prophet a major prophet in the bible fail yes it did because what happened when King Moab saw that he was losing and he wasn't going to break through and he wasn't going to win Bible says he took his only son his the son that he had uh, that was the heir to his throne and he sacrificed and an anger arose and frustration arose and God turned God switched sides and Israel had to flee now I'm not gonna dive into the details there's a lot to uncover and a lot to uh, a lot to deal with especially with this particular one but I want you to understand the concept of a prophecy it's good that's God's will and God's word that's spoken to our life and we have a role to play and that's what I want to focus on we have a role to play especially now in this time during election I think all we've seen um, you know different prophets prophesy about the President Trump winning his second term and then and then uh, there's whole confusion people writing asking me like hey what's happened you know that prophet and this prophet he said this he said that but it's not the fact it looks like the pre uh, the that uh, Biden is the front runner and he's going to win I said well it looks like it but we'll see so there's a lot of confusion about that and I wanted to kind of shine a little bit of light there's a discussion that we can have and we can have many uh, many messages on this but I just kind of want you to 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 understand how it operates how it works to at least a, a, a in a nutshell so that you can be best positioned to receive from God so you can be best positioned to uh, work with God because that's what it is it's working with God right so if you go with me to um, and just kind of open to uh, 2nd Kings chapter 4 it's Elijah and windows uh, and uh, uh, the story of Elijah and widow's oil the story is is a popular story that that goes like this that uh, this widow had two sons her husband was a prophet himself but they found themselves in much debt and then on top of all of that he dies he passes away usually in that culture women stayed home men were the one that providing and 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 uh, and, and doing no work so this was her income this was the way they were paying their debts and now not only that they were in debt now they don't have a provider somebody who provides for them they got no money and the debt collector is coming to take her sons uh, as servants as slaves to repay the debt she comes to prophet Elisha and she's crying out and say listen prophet you know he was a man of God my husband uh, he was a man of God he was a God-fearing man but we find ourselves in this predicament we have to find ourselves in this problem and he asks what can I do for you and uh, obviously the question the, the answer is, 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 is straightforward and he gives her an instruction of what to do she partners here she takes the word of God the word of the prophet and she works together with him with that word that was released and she receives major breakthrough and we're going to break that story down a little bit 
Um, but I, I want us to understand that prophecy nudges us towards the will of God. Towards the purposes of God. But we still have a choice whether to go that route or how far we will go. The, how far we will go that route. I'll give an example. Bible brings, in the Bible we read the story of, of, of Israel as they come out from Egypt because God has promised them this vast land, a promised land. A land that where Syria, uh, Iran, Iraq is occupying right now and uh, Lebanon and, and, and something. Uh, there's three or four countries, uh, four or five countries that are occupying right now. There are different countries. Was given by God to Israel. God himself spoke it. Okay. The prophetic word. Right. That they will occupy that land. That this land was given to them. Yet today we see that Israel occupies less than 10% of that land. Because it was up to them to work together with God to conquer and fight for what belonged to them for what God spoke into their life okay two tribes did not even enter the promised land that stayed behind the river Jordan God said himself yet it was up to Israel how much they were willing to fight for let's go to a new testament Jesus says to Jerusalem he says I wanted to gather you under my wings. That's the will of God. I wanted to gather you, but you refused. We always have a choice to work with God and how much we work with God and how far we would go with the promise, with the prophetic word that was released over our life. And so that notion that, well, if he's a true prophet of God, that word has to come to pass into my life. No, that's, that's not the case. I would reverse this. If you truly a man of faith and you trust in God, you will take that word and like Apostle Paul says to Timothy, you fight according to it until you get every inch that God has promised to you. There's many examples in the Bible where God changed his mind. When prophetic word was released, I'll give you, Moses was a prophet. Did you know that? He's on a mountain with God and God's anger begins to burst against Israel. And God says, God said out of his mouth, I will destroy Israel. I will wipe them out completely. That was the word of God. Israel was done. Israel was doomed. That's it. Who can reverse the mind of God? Who can change the mind of God? Who can come against God himself but Moses comes and says to God repent of your anger he begins to bargain with God and he changes his mind there's another story King Hezekiah prophet knocks by the way those people that say oh prophet shouldn't get political show me in the Bible one prophet that wasn't political one prophet every prophet was political kings had personal prophets that would advise them okay so if if those of you that are watching those of you that are here say 
I just can't stand when pastors and prophets that get involved in just politics stick to the gospel I'm not sure what Bible you're reading but my Bible declares that every prophet in the Bible dealt with the kings appointed kings removed kings okay and so if you hear comments and say like uh, you know the the, the, the prophets should mendel metal uh, mendel uh, oh, what's that word yeah that word sorry <clears throat> still learning english in the politics uh, that's their job that's exactly their job and so but anyways let me get off that <clears throat> king hezekiah prophet comes to him and says he king hezekiah will say prophet comes to you and says set your house in order because you will not recover you will die and then hezekiah begins to plead with god as the prophet leaves the court the courts uh, he, he didn't quite leave the courts of the of the of the palace and as he was about to exit the courts of the house god heard the prayer of hezekiah and he tells uh the prophet go back and tell him i added 15 more years now imagine imagine you are in the king's palace we know that oftentimes kings had people around them nobles and 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 uh, people of stature right and you are in the service and a prophet of god comes to the king put your house in order you will die kings gets upset kicks everybody out goes and prays right you heard the word of god king will die tragic right bomber who's gonna uh, succeed him but then you're not in a court you don't see the second part where prophet comes back into the court and says no never mind God changed his mind you're gonna get 15 years but you didn't see that part you, you were not involved in the, those details you're not in the council of God to be to, to know these things and so why would you think the prophet was a false prophet his word failed right because we don't know what transpired after the prophecy and so um now i'm not saying that prophets have to be responsible with their words bible clearly indicates there's 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 rules for prophets the way they operate how they operate and 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 they they you know if, if a person just being loose with their word that says the lord this and this and that and we see no clear fruit of evidence of it then you, you know we, we have to take caution but on the same hand you know that Noah was a prophet right in the Bible you know not one of his prophecies came to pass think about it. if you lived in the, in the time of Noah not one of his prophecies came to pass and so I mean, maybe it's too deep for some of you so uh, but I want you to have a right perspective of the prophetic voices of the prophets and and um and how to work and cooperate when you receive a prophetic word what to do with it do you just sit and wait did God set it and it settles it what what do I do some of you receive prophecies that you can be a businessman but you have you, you didn't even get a business license yet you haven't done anything to start okay some of you received the, the words that God's gonna that that's gonna God's gonna use you in this in this area but you're not volunteering there 
You're not job shadowing. You're not helping. You're not studying into that direction. You're not learning about it. You're not, you're not using the venue that God, that God has opened for you. Maybe it's a small thing. Maybe it's just a jar of oil. But you're not working with the prophetic word. You will never be aligned to that word. I know that we all want this magic pill. Let the prophet speak and let it come to pass. And we just kind of sit and observe. But God does not do anything in our life without involving our faith. Without involving our conscious, our understanding and revelation. Is somebody with me today? Come on. The prophetic words, the prophecies, you have a big part to play in it. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 19, this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. I think it always comes down to these two choices. Always comes down to these two choices. You might have 26 different ways this way, 26 different ways this way, but it all comes back down to these two choices. Choose life or choose death. Choose blessing or choose poverty. Choose peace, joy or choose distress, anxiety and fear. We have a part to play. You have a part to play. And we must work together with God to make sure that the prophetic words that we receive, they come to pass. Prophet Elijah says to this woman, to this widow, what do you have in your house? Today, that's the title of my message, if there is one. What do you have in your house? What do you have in your life? What do you have here? What do you have here? Like what, what is that God gave you? It might be little. It might be small. It might be insignificant. It doesn't look like it's going to get you out of debt. It doesn't look like it's going to get you to buy a house next year. It doesn't look like you're going to become that successful businessman, businesswoman. Uh, two years from now. It doesn't look like you have money to finish that studies that you're pursuing. You don't have, the, uh, you, you don't have uh, scholarships or, or, or money to finish it. It doesn't look like it but you have a little bit. You might have just enough money for one more class. You have just enough money maybe just to pay for the licensing fees to get a business license. You might have just enough um, you, you might just have an idea of a design of a concept that you've been thinking about it that God has given you that he wants you to work it to perfect it to, to, to try it to test it and then pattern it and then sell it or start a business but oftentimes we're just taking this passive lazy path and we comfort ourselves with the promises of God but they do not work in our life because you have to work out what God works in. You have to work out what God works in. I heard this story of this one preacher and he, he went to London. He started a, a church 
And those of you that know that situation is uh, the, 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 in Europe, it's even more difficult than in U.S. In some places to start the church. Churches are small and, and uh, not very, there's very few passionate, living, kind of breathing churches. And so he started the church and the church quickly swelled up to 26 people. Half of it was his family. And then this one prophet came to town and he said, get a new building because God is about to expand your territory. As a matter of fact, he says, I see God giving you a building within 200 meters of your church. Okay. So he took his, that word. For three weeks, every day, he would walk around with that 200, 300 meter radius of his church. And not one place was leasing, renting, nothing was available. But every day, he said, I wake up and I would, I, I would go and as I'm doing my prayer, I'll go around and see. Maybe perhaps somebody's moving out furniture. Maybe perhaps somebody for three weeks. And then one morning, he sees this one particular place within 200 meter radius. They're moving things out of this place facility. He approaches them and says, hey, listen, what's happening? Why are you guys moving things out? He says, oh, the owner is emptying it out, emptying this warehouse out because... Uh, he's thinking to put it on the market to lease. He says, who's your owner? I want to talk to him. Gives him the place. He goes and talks to him and said, hey, listen, I saw you moving out, the furniture moving out, all the things from the place. What are you planning to do with it? He says, I'm planning to lease it tomorrow. He's like, well, I'm your man. I'm leasing it from it. He gets that building that seats 450 people. His church explodes in three weeks. He fills that place. Now, think about it. What if he came out the first morning, went around that place. No places to rent. What am I going to do? And prophet is false. He should, not, he should have heard God more. He should have seen him more clearly. Okay. I, I don't know this guy. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's accurate or not. And just left. Or let's just say he went two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight days and stopped. He wouldn't have the ministry that he has today. He wouldn't have the church that he has today. Then he said the same part, a prophet two years ago. Now, having that size, size of a church in London, 450, that's like a mega church. And so, things are going good. Things are doing great. The same prophet calls him. He says, pack your bags. Go to Zimbabwe and start the church there. Like, Wait a second. All right. You know, moving 250 meters from a place where I'm at is one thing moving 2,000 miles is a whole whole different thing a different country but because he saw the fruit of it the first time he goes he um, he packs his back little next week packs his family goes down there starts first Sunday six people next Sunday 20 people Sunday after that 500 people Sunday after that they rent a facility for 5,000 and they fill it and from that moment on his ministry exploded and became international and today we know him as prophet uber angel and he's known all over the world his ministry exploded and 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 and, and today he's back in london has a big church there but imagine if he did not follow the voices of god the prophetic that was released if he did not acted upon it if he not waited on it if he did not expect it if he got discouraged at some point in time said whoa that's that's not happening you have 
a role to play. It's not all up to you, nor it's all up to the prophet, nor it's all up to God. God will use you. God will use what you have in your house. God will use what, with what you have left. And God, God will touch that if you obey Him. I want you to notice something in Deuteronomy chapter 28. God says this, this, for 14 verses He describes all the blessings that will come upon Him, upon you. If you follow His commandments, number one. Number two, what was that? And obey His voice. Prophets are the voice of God. Now, God can speak multiple ways, not just through prophets. Sometimes God will speak, just, just give us intuition. Sometimes God will speak even audible. Sometimes God will speak in a vision or a dream. There's multiple ways to hear God. And I've experienced all of those in my life. But the success is not just following the commandments. Because following, just following the commandments will make you religious. Uh, how, how many of us, we've met some religious folks, right? Uh, yeah, we, you know, they're not very pleasant at times, okay? But nonetheless, there is success of following commandments of God. We know that because in New Testament, Jesus meets the young rich ruler and Jesus, he comes and says, Lord, what shall I do? And Jesus gives him the Ten Commandments and he says, I did those from my youth. I bet you that was the success of his riches because he followed the commandments of the Lord. The Bible says Jesus loved him. But one thing he missed was obeying Jesus the prophet he would have had more than just physical riches he was set up to be one of the apostles of God he had his place Bible says Jesus loved him we actually don't hear Jesus saying that about any of his disciples we often see in the Bible he was frustrated with them but this one Bible says he loved he fulfilled the commandments the principles and there came an opportunity to obey his voice and he missed it and he just remained a young rich ruler we don't even know his name today I want to encourage you today that there are things that God has spoken into your life whether it was through a prophet whether it was through a leader through a pastor in prayer you received it in a dream you received it in a vision you received it whatever form whatever way hold on to it fight with it battle with it wait on it expect it don't leave the place of expectation and and continue fight until you see that thing come to pass in your life until you see the promises of God fulfilled and then if there's something that that even people spoke over you even pastors or leaders or even prophets that just doesn't sit right with your spirit you can change it you can go to the throne of God and you said God but you know the, the interesting time the thing is that Hezekiah he didn't have the sacrifice of Jesus he didn't have the, the blood of Jesus that cries out louder than, than, than the, 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 king, uh, the, the blood of Abel. He didn't have those things. Today we do have it. I've heard stories when, 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 uh, when uh, some, some prophets or, or uh, men of God would come and come to somebody and say, hey, this and this is about to happen and this and that. And it would be a horrific thing. And they would pray 
and they were they were fast they would make covenant with God they would sacrifice and they would change the very thing that was that was declared over their life or the thing that was about to happen the lives were extended or, or, or their, their situation changed I just want you to understand the power of choice that you have I just want you to understand that God wants to work with you and he is giving those prophetic voices in our life to help us to be aligned closer and closer to his purposes and his will for you it might be different than for somebody else but it will be good for you amen hey guys i hope you enjoyed this week's message if you like what you've heard you can find more of this great content on youtube facebook instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and even pinterest in other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.